Are you tired of not knowing what to do with your fitness and nutrition? Do you struggle with the vast amount of information available? Well, let me welcome you to your one-stop shop for fitness and nutrition advice. Let's simplify the crazy with useful tips and tricks to help you achieve your goals. I am your host, Scott, and let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Scott Speaks Fitness Podcast. Okay, let's get right into it today. I don't want to delay because this can be a little complicated to explain, but very valuable information if you're someone who's into data and kind of looking at the numbers and things like that. And you probably hear this all the time when you go to the gym or someone talks to you about your exercise zone, your heart rate zone, and you're like, what the f- does that mean? What does that mean? So let's go over it. Let's break it down. And again, everything I say here, uh, again, it's, it's, it's general. Okay. There are specifics out there that you can look up online or a coach that you're working with specifically will tell you, but here's a general, the general gist of it. Okay. It's not the most scientific in the world, but this is a, a good template starting point. And I preface that because I know someone is going to freak out and be like, you're not saying this. Cause actually it's, you know, it's like, okay, calm down. No one, no one cares what you think, so calm down. Uh, but anyway, so exercise zone, heart rate zone. Well, first off, what, what do we mean by this? So when you are working out, your heart rate increases. Well, what does that mean? It means that the beats per minute, the heart, you know, the beats per minute increases. We all kind of understand this. As things become harder, your beats per minute increases. You know, it goes faster and faster and faster. Okay, I don't think I need to explain heart rate and increasing and decrease when you're sleeping. It's at its lowest. It's at your resting heart rate when you are working out and you are running. It's probably at its highest heart rate, so on and so forth. Now, as you get older, the maximum amount your heart can handle decreases. So when you're 20 years old, you can get a much higher heart rate versus when you are 70 years old. That makes right, perfect sense. And how do, now... Let's calculate how we get our max heart rate. And it's super, super simple. So, and and the reason you need to do this, the reason you need to know what your max heart rate is, is because I'm going to go into percentages and kind of what numbers you should be looking at when you are training and when you are doing certain workouts, you can kind of see what numbers, quote unquote, you should be at when you're doing a specific type of training. Okay. So when, you know, the number, the magic number here, I'm not entirely sure how they figured this out. I don't know what scientist guy, nutrition person figured this out, but basically the number on top is 220, regardless of your age, who you are, whatever it is, the number is 220. Then from there, you minus your age from 220. Okay. So let's say you're 20 years old. So it's 220 minus 20, and that gives you 200. That number is your max heart rate. That's the number that you should not go over that like your heart, like genetically speaking or whatever it is, biologically, however it is, your body's at 20 years old. And again, everyone's different. You know, it could fluctuate around 200 because I've, I've actually gone over my max heart rate, but it's the general, like you probably shouldn't go above this rate at any given point on any given workout. Okay. So that's what it's really signifying. It's like, it's almost like when you're redlining on a car, your max heart rate is kind of when you're in the red line. It's like, you could go a little heavy, you can go a little harder, but what's going to happen? 
your heart's going to give out. Like it's just, it's just not going to keep working. Like it, it causes a lot of strain on the body. You don't want to get to your max heart rate and sustain it for very long. You don't want to go over it. Even though you can go over a little bit, it can burn out your engine. General concept. It's like almost like redlining when you are in a car. Okay. So think of your max heart rate as, you know, you don't want to be in that red line. Okay. You want to kind of be in that, in that white area versus when it goes red. Okay. So max heart rate, 220 minus your age. If I'm 20 years old, my max heart rate is 200. Pretty simple. Now, we have certain, I guess, levels of effort that you're going to put through, whether it's just you're going to be walking on a treadmill, lifting weights, you know, maybe you're doing boot camp or like a HIIT training, a high intensity interval training, things like that, all right? And each of those kind of has its own separate category of effort you're going to put into it. So let's, let's, let's kind of give you some specific examples. So, um... At the highest level, 90% of, you know, your perceived exertion, if you're like all out, I'm doing boot camp, hit training, Tabata style, you know, burpees and I'm, or I'm doing sprints on the treadmill or on the bike or elliptical. I'm like, I'm killing it a little hard, fast. And you could barely, can't talk to anyone. You're breathing, you're sweating hard. Like it's crazy. You're out of breath. That is that hit training kind of level where you're going all out for a very, very short amount of time because you're basically putting in your max effort about 90%, not max, but close to your max effort that, you know, so if I'm 20 years old and my max heart rate is 200, you're looking at about 90%, which is about 180 uh, beats per minute, but basically your heart rate goes to 180 beats per minute. So if you were to like put your fingers on your wrist and you were to count the beats, it would add up to 180 beats per minute, or I guess it would be three beats per second. If I think my math is correct there, that's 90%. That's that high intensity interval training. And, and why is it, why is it there? Because you cannot sustain high levels of intensity for very long. Think of a sprinter, a sprinter, a hundred meter dash. You are giving 90 plus percent and probably more like 95 to 100 percent of your full energy in that, you know, nine and a half to 12 second range when you're doing it. And that's all you can do. Sprinters can't, you can't keep that distance up for very long. Same with like the 200 meter dash. You can only do it for 25 seconds. You could only do it for so long. That's how Tabata usually is supposed to work where you're supposed to kind of go all out for that 20 second period of time and then you rest your heart rate percent you you know your heart rate goes down so you're you're cooling off and then you go back up and down and back up that's how Tabata works that's kind of that 90 percent area you're going to want to be in so if I have a 200 uh, heartbeat maximum 180 is that roughly 90 percent you know you kind of want to be in that nine you know maybe even 85 to 95 percent range but 90 to 95 180 ish range heart rate if you're going to do that if you have like a heart rate monitor on or a watch on you'll kind of know where you want to be at that 90 percent then it kind of goes down a little bit at the 80 percent mark which is more of like the hardcore training Maybe you're, you know, you're running on a treadmill and it's pretty difficult to do, or you're lifting heavy weights and it's really, you know, your heart rate's going and you're really lifting heavy, things like that, like hardcore training and you're really going at it. Usually speaking, like you're not weightlifting and hardcore, like your heart rate's not going to go that high because again, unless you're going very, very fast, which is more cardio anyway. Um, you know, for example, I'll run on a treadmill and I'll run for maybe like five minutes, but I'll do it at a very, very intense pace. And my heart rate will, will go very, very high. I can't do it for very long. So it's a step below 25 seconds of being able to do something, but a step above, you know, just kind of casually just jogging for 30 minutes. You're kind of in the in-between and that's kind of that 80% mark. So 80% of my max heart rate is 160. Now I know that 
I want to be, you know, if I'm training hard, like let's say I have 10 minutes to work out, I want to get a good workout in, 160 could be my goal heart rate if I have it's kind of as more of a hardcore training, but I'm not sprinting. I want to be able to go for longer than 25 seconds at a time. I want to be able to go for five minutes or so, 10 minutes, whatever it might be. That's where you want to go. And it could be, by the way, depending on how well-trained you are, it could be longer than 10 minutes. It could be 20 minutes. I can run. Me personally, I could probably run for about 15 to 20 minutes at a 160 or even a 170 max heart rate because I've trained my body and I get better and better. And it's very difficult. It's not a lot of fun. A lot of breathing, very heavy. You know, it's tiring. It's good. Next level down, you get 70%. You can kind of see I'm going by 10% here. So again, they're all estimates. There's, you know, it's here and there, but just to give you a base. And I'll go through other ages and kind of what the, the training protocols are. Because uh, I know no one here is listening. You know, no one here is twenty years old, right? Or most of you are not twenty years old. Then you have the seventy percent range, which is what we think of when we think of jogging. What we think of when we think of uh, you know just kind of going along, you know, for thirty minutes or an hour on the treadmill, things like that. Cardio endurance is more of the seventy percent range. So you have like, okay, I'm going to go jog for 30 minutes. Your heart rate should get roughly 70% of your max heart rate at 200. My 70% max is about 140. So in that range, you know, anywhere between 130 to 150, kind of, you know, it's kind of where you want to be. You give or take 10 beats up or down. doesn't really matter. And that's cardio endurance. That stuff you can do for a, not maybe a too long of a period, but generally a long period of time. Like generally, you're going to be doing this for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 minutes, you know, and you're going to train your heart rate to get better at that and doing it that way. So that's kind of that endurance category when you're jogging. You want to be at about 70% of your heart rate. And the reason I say you want to be at 70% is if you're going too high. Okay, let's say you want to work out for an hour and your heart rate is at 160 and that's 80% of your max, you're not going to be able to most likely not be able to last for that full hour. So it's good to know generally where you kind of want the heart rate to be so you know you can actually last as long in the workout. But also, if your heart rate's only at 140 and you have a 200 max and you're doing HIIT training, well, something's wrong there too. You're not working out hard enough to actually see the benefits of that high-intensity training, which should be at significantly higher than 140. It should be at roughly 180 when you're, again, when you're at 20 years old. So again, it's good to kind of know these numbers because you should know kind of where you align. And then anything below that is kind of more warm-up. There is a quote-unquote fat-burning uh, level at 60%. I don't really, I don't really take that into consideration because I don't like that level. Um, because although, and they call it fat burning for various reasons. I'm not going to get into it. I just know I don't like it and you shouldn't, I don't think people should really train in this area very often unless you have heart problems or you have impact problems with your knees or things like that. If you're doing like cardio exercises, you really shouldn't train in here unless you have certain issues that are prohibiting you from going at a higher intensity. If that's the case, 60% of your heart rate max, uh, which would be at 200, which would be 120. Look at that math on the fly. I just did that in my head. It was amazing. And that's fat burning. And the reason they call it fat burning is because more calories are burnt uh, from your fat stores than your glucose, which is your basically like your sugar energy. And so higher percentage is taken from your fat. Overall, like you're going to burn more fat overall calories and HIIT training and hardcore training and cardio endurance than you will from fat burning. It's just the percentage that comes from your fat cells is higher in the fat burning stage, which is 60 to 70%. Overall, if you want to burn more calories, the harder you work out, the better. Just general general rule of thumb, if you want to burn more calories, the harder you work out, the better. But if you're someone who has issues and there's there's other factors going on medically, then yes, fat burning 
uh, 60%, 70% is a good range, maybe even a little bit lower, maybe 55%, things like that. It's still a good range to kind of work out at if you're starting out and if you're not entirely sure how your heart's going to handle it and if you have not been cleared by a doctor, okay? Anything below that, you know, is more of a warm-up, just kind of getting your body moving at like 50% or lower, things like that. Now, let's say you are 40 years old. Again, you can, you know, you might be 42, 43. You can always round it. It doesn't really matter, but 40 years old. Okay. So let's do the math here. 220 minus my age. So 40 years old. So 220 minus 40 is 180 heart rate max. You should never go above 180 when you are training at 90%. So 90% of 180 is 162 at that high intensity boot camp interval hit training type of class to bottom type of class. Then you kind of have that the middle ground where you're just working out very, very hard, but not sprinting level hard. Uh, that would be 80%. And that would be 144, 80% of your 180. Then you have 70%, which is more of the endurance. You're kind of going to go for a little bit longer period of time. You're like you're sweating. It's hard, but you're not like, you know, you're able to sustain it uh, at 40 years old, 70%, that would be 126. And now I did not do that at the top of my head. I do have a chart in front of me that is giving me these numbers. So just as an FYI. So that's pretty simple. That's pretty much it. Nothing crazy there. But when you're working on it, if you put your hands on the treadmill and they have like those little sensors, it's kind of interesting to see kind of where you're at, where you know, if you're like, oh my gosh, I'm dying. I still have 40 minutes left. How am I dying? And you look at your heart rate you're like, and you're 35 years old and your heart rate's at 160, okay? And you're supposed to be at, you know, in the, 30s, it's like, okay, I need to slow down, get the pace down until I built my way up to it. Now, as you get better at it, you'll be able to increase the the intensity of what you're doing. Your heart it will stay the same. That's because you're getting a better and healthier heart. It won't always be the same. So if you're running at, you know, eight miles an hour and your heart rate's at 162 to start and you're, you know, 35 years old, whatever it might be, 30 or 40 years old. It eventually, if you if you keep training and you get better and better, it will go down. That 162, you know, it, it'll go down to maybe 155 or 150, and then you'll be in a different level as you get better and better at it. So don't think that just because you're at one level, you'll always stick there. As your heart gets more conditioned, as you do more, you will see uh, better results. You will see your heart rate go down when you're doing the same thing. So as you run at eight miles an hour, as you get used to it, your heart rate will go down and won't always be at that same exact heart rate as you get better at the exercises. Okay. I went a little long today, but I wanted to kind of go through and explain it the best I could. So basically 220 minus your age. And then basically, you know, you want to generally speaking, people train between that kind of that 70 and 85%. It's kind of a generally good range. And if you want to kind of boost it up to that 90% range, make sure you're in a, a safe environment where you're doing Tabata style classes or sprinting, like 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, 20 seconds on, 20 seconds off, things like that. That's really what the 90 is for. Um, to do those sprinting style workouts, which I do do. I do interval training all the time on the treadmill. I'll run for 30 seconds and I'll rest for 30 seconds and so on and so forth. So things like that. That's really what the 90 is for. Everything else is kind of your general training. So I hope you took something away from this. I hope you got a little bit of information there. Uh, again, whether you use heart rate or not, the biggest thing with this, and I will, I will stop on this, but the biggest thing with this, if you don't look at your heart rate, always go by what you feel. If your chest is hurting or you're breathing very, very heavy, slow it down. Go a little easier. And this is this is really more about cardio than weightlifting. Like slow it down, go a little bit easier. You don't need to overdo it just because you think you should be at a certain level. Always go off what you're perceiving to happen. If your chest is hurting, you're breathing really hard, like it starts to hurt, like slow it down. Slow it down. Yeah, you might not be at you know, it might be very difficult to get to 70% of your heart rate. You can only train at 60%. That's totally okay. Don't worry about it. Just build your way up. Okay. Don't overdo it because you think you need to match these certain guidelines or these certain numbers like Totally unimportant. Don't worry about it. They're just good things to kind of see and make sure maybe, hey, oh, well, I am hitting this. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting the right, you know, pace right here. This is really good. It's good to see the kind of data and information. So anyway, so just always perceived exertion is very, very important. And the effort you put in 
Again, it might not always match, but eventually as you train yourself more and more, it will get better at matching. All right. So that's the episode for today. It went a little long, but you know what? The information was phenomenal. I got a little excited for it because I love talking about the data stuff and that's kind of my thing. I love the data behind it. So a little nerdy, no big deal. If you enjoy the podcast, you need to give it a five-star review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever. I don't know what the exact name is. I know it's Apple Podcasts. I know it's on iTunes, but it's like one and the same, I think, whatever it might be. Go to it. Uh, follow me on Instagram. The links in the bio on Instagram, scottspeaksfitness.com, uh, scottspeaksfitness and scottspeaksfitness.com. All that fun stuff. Give it a review. Leave it five stars. Say how amazing this was and how awesome you know, you're doing because of all the advice you're getting. Share it. Do whatever you want with it. And otherwise, and otherwise, I will talk to you next time. Have a great rest of your day. And I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>